everyone, Ronnie Landis here, and this is the first solo cast that I'm recording from my home in Bali, Indonesia, and every Friday we are going to be releasing a new solo podcast that I do on any kind of topic under the sun when it comes to holistic health, human development, transformation, spirituality, Anything that I want to get into, I'm going to get into. And there is a particular topic that has been on my mind and on my radar the last few years and has come back up into my, my focus, and that topic is dopamine. Dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. The dopaminergic system of the brain, the nervous system, even our psychological makeup and development. This subject of dopamine has been absolutely fascinating to me. If you've been following me for any time, especially the last few years, then you probably know that I released a program, it's an online course in a group uh, guided program called the Ultimate Dopamine Reset Program. It is a 30-day, four-week group program that is focused on three main principles, which is resetting, rebooting, and recovering the dopamine or the dopaminergic neurotransmitter system of the brain. Now, we're going to go really deep into all this in following episodes. If you know, if you remember, I released a book in the summer of 2021 called The Addiction-Free Lifestyle. This is potentially the most comprehensive book on addiction that's ever been written. And I can say that with confidence because I've read most of them and I've certainly read the classics like Dr. Gabor Mate and The Hungry Ghost and a lot of other um, books on addiction by addiction, addiction specialists in the field. And I've put together just what I believe to be an incredible, comprehensive, and integrative manual for not only classical addiction as we think about it, but really human transformation. I have that book sitting in front of me, and my my friend and my colleague, Richard Rudd, who is the author of the work Gene Keys, if you don't know about the Gene Keys, highly, highly recommend you look into it. Just an incredible body of work when it comes into human transformation. Uh, Richard Rudd wrote the foreword for The Addiction-Free Lifestyle. I highly recommend you tune into it, check it out. You can go to the website, theaddictionfreelifestyle.com, theaddictionfreelifestyle.com. You can order the book from there. I wanted to mention that as a pre-frame about this thing on dopamine because in the book, I go deep into dopamine and how dopamine is related to every aspect of addiction. Now, we know that In the field of research, all the body of research on dopamine and addiction and compulsive behavior and neurological health and, you know, regulating the nervous system, impulse control, motivation, willpower, all these kind of things are dictated by the neurotransmitter dopamine. That much we know for sure. Now, 
there is a lot that I've come across in my fields of research and also that I've just come across in niche research over the years on dopamine that a lot of people don't know about. There's a lot of incredible things that I have to share about this seemingly benign neurotransmitter. Dopamine is involved in virtually every aspect of the human experience. Everything that we experience as a human being, internally, externally, psychologically, emotionally, physiologically, spiritually even, metaphysically, has something to do with dopamine. So I got really fascinated with the work of dopamine and how to reset the dopaminergic system of the brain because it appeared to me that everything that has to do with addiction, that has to do with compulsive behavior control, um, different attachments to particular people, places, things, whether that be substances, stimulants like coffee, nicotine, um, uh, coffee, caffeine, caffeinated uh, drinks of what, whatever kind, um, anything that stimulates the central nervous system and people depend, they, they develop a codependent reliance on these external substances that stimulate the brain and the nervous system to give them a sense of energy when really all that it's actually doing is it's blunting the dopamine system over time and it's creating a tolerance load. So eventually what happens is you need more of the thing in order to get the same result that you got before, the same effect that you got before. At first, when you start drinking coffee, even cacao or anything that's caffeinated, um, nicotine of any kind, whatever the, whatever the external mechanism or tool may be, when you use it at first, it can elicit a feeling of euphoria. It can elicit that serotonin, dopamine, um, kind of euphoria, happiness, or alertness, or focus, or motivation. Whatever the experience is, it's a positive experience that we feel. Now, what ends up happening is that because dopamine controls motivation, and dopamine is triggered in the brain, not by receiving something that we're motivated by, or even something that's quote-unquote pleasurable, but in the anticipation of a future event that our brain uh, deems as pleasurable or as part of the reward center of the brain, which is tied in with the pleasure impulse, the pleasure sensation, in the, in the midbrain, there's a part of your circuitry that is tied in between pleasure and reward. So when we think of dopamine, oftentimes they call it the pleasure molecule. And that, that's not really true. Dopamine isn't actually really about pleasure. It just happens to tripwire the sensations of pleasure from the reward system in the midbrain. And because our brain gets trained to associate reward and pleasure as basically meaning the same thing, giving you the same felt experience, the same sensation that's being triggered in the brain, then what ends up happening is that the brain elicits a little bit of dopamine, a dopaminergic response that, that we feel motivated to go out and experience. So it triggers dopamine 
in the anticipation of a future event that sends off the signals in the reward and pleasure centers of the midbrain. Hopefully that makes sense. That's, that's kind of a basic rundown of how that works. We could go a lot deeper. We don't need to in this moment. But that's just kind of how that works, right? So if you follow my train of thought and you got all of that, then it should be easy to figure out why this dopamine thing is such a big deal when it comes to human behavior, when it comes to addiction, when it comes to impulse control, when it comes to motivation, work ethic, willpower, drive, determination. Now, another thing that's really interesting about this too, now that I brought it up, when we think of willpower, work ethic, drive, determination, perseverance, um, discipline, you know, these, these seemingly charged words in our kind of strange culture where there's so many ideologies and ideas and concepts and spiritual ideas and social engineered ideas and, you know, just a lot of different concepts and ideas out there in the world about what it means to be a successful or happy or whatever the thing is, human being, what it means to be a man. There's a lot, a lot of these questions are up in the air right now, right? We're not going to go into any of that. But what I am going to say is ultimately all of those things actually do have to do with dopamine. They all have to do with dopamine in one way or another. Let's, let's keep it simple though, for the sake of this particular kind of, uh, uh, solo cast, this train of thought that we're following out together. Now, when we think of work ethic, do, um, determination, discipline, motivation in general, it all does come down to dopamine and the dopaminergic neurotransmitter system of the brain. Here's how it basically works. Dopamine controls and manages your motivational neuro networks. That's essentially the, the gist of it. Your motivation, the motivational neural networks of your brain, what you're motivated by and what you're not motivated by have to do with how your dopamine system has been trained to be motivated by certain things and to be adverse to other things. This has to do with something called risk and reward. There's a there's an idea out there which I won't unpack right in this podcast, but it's called risk um, uh, risk error prediction or risk pred prediction error risk. It's called reward prediction error. <clears throat> reward prediction error. Now again, this has to do with the reward centers of your brain and how your brain is trained to seek out potential experiences that are going to give it a sense of reward, of pleasure, of novelty, of a brand new experience that lifts you up and makes you feel on top of the world, makes you feel motivated, makes you feel better about yourself, um, is associated with feelings of growth, of up-leveling in one's life, and reaching for their goals and striving and pursuing novel experiences in their life. Now, you could go into that topic a little bit later. It's very fascinating, and we probably will do an entire podcast on it. 
I just want to get through this train of thought in this simple point that your brain has different systems built into it by its, its, its templated design. Remember, your brain is the most complex technology that exists. Your entire human body and nervous system is the most complex biotechnology that exists in the known universe. There's more neuron, neuronal connections in your brain than there are stars in the so-called solar system, right? That's something to think about. Now, there's, there's different systems within your brain and your nervous system that are being motivated or run by dopamine. The motivational neural networks of your brain are being run by dopamine, or at least they're being highly influenced by the dopamine system itself. I think that's probably more reasonable to say. Now, again, here's the point I want to make about this and why this is so important. What you're trained either by your own volition or trained by the external world through your own developmental process is going to be dependent on either immediate gratification or long-term fulfillment. Delayed gratification, meaning the ability to regulate impulse control, to inhibit impulse control, and to stave away immediate gratifying experiences, i.e. addictions, i.e. coping mechanisms, and the ability to push off things that would be, let's say, pressure relief, pleasure-inducing experiences, and we could just call that addictions, right? This essentially is the whole equation with addiction in a nutshell. One's ability to delay immediate gratification in service, in pursuit of long-term happiness, long-term success, health, and fulfillment. That's the equation for success. Now, this, again, is being entirely... Uh, again, I'm, I'm using the word entirely. Let me pull back. It's being highly influenced by how your dopamine system has been trained. Is your dopaminergic system primed to reach out for immediate gratification, immediate validation, seeking attention and approval from other people or status from the outside world, or seeking pleasure and stimulation from substances outside of us in order to feel normal, to feel energized, to feel focused, or to feel anything at all. Because that's an important thing. A lot of people have blunted out the dopamine receptors in their brain so their brain is actually producing enough dopamine but they don't have enough receptor satellites to take in the dopamine chemicals, so it's just floating in their brain. And so there, it's actually a bigger problem. They have too much dopamine, but they don't have enough receptor sites to receive the dopamine and to metabolize it and make use of it. And that's a whole other kind of subject. That's a whole other like rabbit hole in of itself. But that's actually something that so many people deal with. Or they're just not able to make enough dopamine because they've burnt out their reserves, their, their, their diet and their nutrition is not very good, and they don't have the precursors 
um, to build out the dopamine. Um, you know, their microbiome, their hormones are out of whack, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many different things we could go into when it comes to that, just the health and nutrition aspect of it. But that's, that's kind of just an idea to get across here. Has your dopamine system been developed and primed for delayed gratification or short-term gratification? Are you able to delay short-term pleasure stimulation and self-gratification and stay focused on what's in front of you, on what you're doing, and on a long-term goal long enough in order to get there, long enough in order to experience the goal and the sensation of reward and pleasure, not in the moment by reaching out for temporary pleasure, temporary gains, but staying focused on one thing long enough in order to experience the fulfillment of that. That's really the question you want to ask yourself right now from a behavioral standpoint. And if you can be really honest with yourself about this, then you're going to be able to really self, be able to self-diagnose behaviorally, where is my dopamine system right now? How is my dopamine system functioning right now? How is it influencing my behavioral patterns as a human being? Do I feel really, really up and then do I crash? Do I feel really down and can't quite get up? Or do I feel even keel mentally, emotionally, physically? There's not like, you know, high highs, but there's also not low lows. It's kind of just even keel. And I have really good days. Some days are a little more challenging, but I'm not dropping below baseline and I'm not feeling like stimulated so far above baseline that I need a come down. I need something to pull me back down and root me back into my body or whatever the case may be. So, okay. So just finishing this train of thought. Dopamine governs our motivational neuro networks. Dopamine governs our, our motivational neuro networks. The things that we are trained to be motivated by and the things that we are trained to be adverse of. A lot of people, although they say they want success, they say they want health, they say they want committed and fulfilling relationships, they say they want financial success and independence, etc., etc., yet their actions do not reflect the things that they say they want. And then there tends to be an internal conflict between the external reality and the internal sense of reality. And it creates this conflict with within. We've all experienced this, no doubt. <clears throat> so we start to look into this. We start to ask ourselves, okay, what's really going on here? Why is it that I say, and even that I know, I want something, but I'm not, I'm not doing the things that I know that I need to do. I'm not disciplining myself. I'm, I'm sabotaging myself. I'm reaching outside of myself for distractions. I feel scattered. Um, I'm trying to focus on my life and my mission, my health, my work, but I keep drinking coffee. I keep reaching out for the nicotine, the cannabis, 
the pornography, the social media, the sugar, whatever the things may be. I keep sabotaging my progress and I know that I'm doing it, yet I can't find myself stopping and all of a sudden I don't have the energy to actually pursue the things that I know are going to help me get to where it is that I say I want to go. Now, this is a real issue that probably more people than not in our digital age are dealing with and suffering from. I'll do an entire episode soon on just social media, digital distraction, and just all the, all the things around that, and also how to overcome the technological takeover of our technocratic society and regain your sovereignty and autonomy as an organic human being and um, how to develop a correct relationship with technology and social media. By the way, that is what that's one of the biggest issues with this too, is that our brain waves have become fragmented and scattered because of this influx of digital virtual information that's coming at us and it's actually fracturing our mental and emotional processes and our nervous system has to learn how to rebalance through it all. It's a very big issue, one that we will talk more about. And it has everything to do, again, with how your dopamine system has been primed for either immediate gratification or long-term fulfillment. So, again, with all this said, all these things to think about here, ultimately the point to all this is that we need to place a higher emphasis on learning and researching and discovering the mysteries that have to do with this subject called dopamine. I'm incredibly fascinated by it, and I am currently working on an entire book on dopamine. It's going to be a companion book to the addiction-free lifestyle, and it's already turning out to be quite an endeavor, I have to say. You'll never be able to believe until you have the book in front of you how many rabbit holes, you know, ironically enough, go into this subject of dopamine, how many points of reference that dopamine touches in our human experience. Um, I do believe that unlocking the mysteries of the dopaminergic system and all the related aspects that go into it is a huge aspect of unlocking the quantum key codes to our human potential, to unlocking our genius, and also unlocking the codes to healing ourselves psychologically, emotionally, and physically from addiction, from trauma, from compulsive behavior disorders, um, psychological disorders. It's not the only issue, of course, not the only key code, but it's one of the most important. And when you connect it in with all these other areas of what it takes to develop a holistic lifestyle based on health, vitality, and longevity, all of a sudden a brand new world gets opened up to you. And that's why I am so passionate about the subject on dopamine, taking people through these dopamine reset programs, which by the way, we have our next one in mid-September. You can go to the website hhphealth.com forward slash dopamine 
hhphealth.com forward slash dopamine. That's the ultimate dopamine reset program. It's a 30 video course, which is an incredibly educational course. And then there's a four week guided group program that I take a group of people through every three or so months. Our next one's mid-September. Um, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or send me an email, go to the website, check it out. Um, but that's why I'm so passionate about this and also writing this book right now, which is taking a lot of me to do, but I'm, I'm, I'm just really committed to this process and it's going to be an exciting endeavor and it's going to change the way that we look at this subject. Nothing like it has ever been done before. Um, and I'm really excited for, you know, what, what comes of it. And speaking of this endeavor, you know, I'm, I'm really, since I'm so deeply into the research of dopamine and I'm going through this book and it's taking me through every level and layer of the dopamine subject, I'm actually feeling my own process as I go through the program because I'm also taking myself through my own dopamine reset as I'm writing the book. It's a really interesting experience to have. And all I can say is that it's incredibly powerful. One of the most powerful processes that anybody can take themselves through. And uh, I'm just really excited to go through this book and to be able to share this information with all of you. And that's also what has re-inspired me to get here on this podcast and really bring together luminaries and experts of all kinds from all different fields, especially holistic health in general, and relaunch this podcast under the brand of Life Mastery and also do one solo episode every week. Most of the solo episodes are going to be between 30 and 60 minutes, typically. This is kind of a little bit of a just a free-form um, flow of consciousness, share some ideas, and let you guys know what is coming up um, in the following weeks. So anyways, I think that's a great place to end it. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of this episode, and I look forward to staying on the journey with you in this Life Mastery podcast. We have so much that is uh, prepped and ready to roll out and uh, just really excited for what's to come. So with all that said, everyone have the best day or night ever, and we will see you in the next episode. Much love and aloha.